Senior Vice President of Talent Development Creative, Sean Michaels. We'll begin with opening remarks from Sean and then open up the call to questions. Sean? Recording in progress. Uh, yeah, no, give me a second, guys. I'm clicking off the little thing that's coming up in my screen here. Apologies. Um, I just want to thank you all for, uh, you know, coming to No Mercy, uh, you know, a little press junk in here. Um, no Mercy this weekend, big Saturday, big night for uh, NXT, Saturday night, September 30th, uh, live on Peacock, of course, premium live event, No Mercy, with uh, the NXT champion, Carmelo Hayes, defending the title against Ilya Dragunov, uh, which is going to be obviously huge. Um, and then the NXT Women's Champion, uh, the man, Becky Lynch, defending the title against former champion Tiffany Stratton in an Extreme Rules match. Um, Butch going up against uh, Noam Dar and Olive Metaphor for the Heritage Cup. And then, of course, Dominic Dirty Down, Mysterio defending the North American Championship against Trick Williams. Um, and then, of course, we got a fantastic uh, Fatal 4-Way for the tag titles. And, of course, Braun Breaker and Barry Corbin, who are going to uh, more than likely beat the living tar out of each other Saturday, uh, which I, for one, am uh, <laughs> pretty excited to see. Um, also like to uh, announce at this time, uh, you know, our next uh, NXT premium live event uh, is going to be Deadline. Um, bringing back Deadline was unbelievably successful for us last year. Um, and so on December 9th from Bridgeport, Connecticut, uh, the Total Mortgage Arena, we're going to be bringing uh, Deadline, you know, to the uh, NXT universe uh, on a premium live event uh, live on Peacock. And other than that, you know, obviously I just want to, for me and for all of us here in NXT, big, exciting time for us. We feel like we've... Uh, been we've had I don't know I feel like we've had quite the buzz going on in NXT lately I feel like uh as I always tell you yes I am biased but I think we've got the best two hours uh of wrestling uh well in programming right now here in NXT exciting times things have been going fantastic for us ratings are up obviously um and uh, just a real exciting time um you know for the NXT world here and obviously looking forward to No Mercy uh, this weekend. But uh, with that, I'll uh, kick you guys and we can start with the questions. Thanks, John. With that, we will now open up the questions. We kindly ask you to limit to one question each and we'll get through as many as we can in the time allotted. If you do have a question, please use the raise hand function within Zoom. Our first question comes from Phil Strom at USA Today. Phil? Hi, Sean. Thanks for doing this. I appreciate it. Um, I was interested in the uh, a number of former uh, NXT UK talents on this show, kind of your perspective of dealing with them and producing them and coaching them over there, their integration into your show now, how they've progressed, and also if we had any update on, you know, when uh, NXT Europe might uh, come into view now that the uh, the merger has gone down. Thank you. Yeah, you bet. First on the, on the NXT Europe, um, obviously looking forward to that. Uh, but, you know, from my standpoint, still waiting uh, to, you know, to find out. Obviously, I think we're uh, all very excited that at least now we can start uh, getting that underway. And hopefully, hopefully, again, uh, bringing it to everybody, I think, as Hunter mentioned in, in, in 2024. But, 
you know, right now, uh, you know, I'm I'm a I'm a soldier that's just waiting on waiting on marching orders, uh, but I'm definitely ready to go. Uh, and as far as dealing with um, our UK talent, um, absolutely. Again, so I loved uh, you know working with all of them uh, in NXT UK. Just uh, and that's what, again when there were so many times I you know I would broach the subject about bringing them over to NXT, but while you know the UK was going, it was just. They all we all took you know we all took so much pride in what we were were doing over there. Um, but I, I have to say I am I'm, I'm thrilled to have a great many of them here now. Um, and and as far as the integration, flawless. Um, they, they, you're talking about you know young, very young men and women, but they are so accomplished uh, at their job <laughs> at their job uh, from from a performance standpoint. So I knew the integration uh, was going to be pretty uh, simplistic. Uh, I just didn't know, honestly, quite. I didn't know that they would all excel and lead uh, like they do so much behind the scenes. And I think that's what I'm most proud of. So many of our guys, Ilya, Tyler, um, and even Butch, when he when you know when he gets to come back, um, Nathan, everybody is just really. They not only give from a performance standpoint on the television show, but here on a daily basis in the performance center, um, you know, we have people going to extra ring helping with, you know, some of the very, you know, very new and upcoming talent here that are coming in from college that don't really know a lot about our, our jobs. They're unbelievably, uh, you know, enthusiastic and been so great working with that new uh, talent that I think, they're coming, you know, it sort of shows because that young talent is coming along so quickly. And a lot of that is due uh, to so many of our UK talent really taking uh, the initiative in the teaching aspect uh, that we do behind the scenes here in the Performance Center on a weekly basis. So um, obviously, uh, I loved working with them when we were in uh, in the UK, um, but uh, it is, I, I'd be lying if I didn't say I don't mind uh, not taking the plane flight and getting to have them all here with me. Our next question comes from Matthew Aguilar at comicbook.com. Matthew. Hi, Sean. Thanks so much for doing this. I appreciate it. Um, you know, one of the things that was a surprise was when Gable Stevenson showed up uh, to kind of do a program in NXT and then, uh, you know, it, it got a lot of reaction and then he kind of, stop appearing on on tv and obviously he's not part of no mercy um was that always going to be a one event thing what is his status with nxt can we expect to see him pop up down the line certainly i have every intention of uh, uh yes of, of of using gable so for me honestly it's me um you know gable has obviously a number of outside commitments and it's just me trying to figure out what's the best way i can uh work with that with him um i obviously don't ever want to uh, get in the way of any of his personal goals. Um, but so that's obviously what we're doing now is just trying to find out. Um, again, we've had him on live events, which have been uh, just fantastic down here in South Florida and Central Florida. Um, but just making sure uh, that I know, you know, and, and get uh, his schedule as best organized as we can, and then uh, sit down with him and figure out how we want to map things out going into the future. But no, um, everything's just been uh, fantastic. He's just uh, he's just sometimes a pretty busy young man. And so I, I want to do everything I can to, to be conscious of that 
and and work with him in the best way possible going forward. Thank you so much. You bet. Our next question comes from Ella Jay at SE Scoops. Hello. Hi, Sean. Um, we saw at the end of NXT, actually, it was in a digital exclusive. Kalani Jordan had challenged Blair Davenport to a match. That match is yet to be made official. So I was wondering if you had any updates on if that will be added to the NXT No Mercy card. I'm here to tell you that uh, Blair Davenport will be going up against Kalani Jordan uh, on the kickoff show um, at, at our premium live event on New Mer No Mercy this Saturday. Uh, it is in indeed going to happen. Um, Blair Davenport been ruffling a lot of feathers here uh, at NXT. And so that one is absolutely uh, going to be on uh, this Saturday, uh, September 30th. And uh, Blair Davenport, and again, I'm telling you, what she's been doing to Gigi Dolan, I just wouldn't be surprised that Gigi's a, he's a wild girl. So um, I, have, I have no idea whether uh, she will make the trip. But I do know that there's some bad blood going on there. Thank you. You bet. Our next question comes from Alistair McGeorge at Metro. Hi, Sean. How are you? Doing well. Good, good. Um, I want to talk about Mustafa Ali because obviously he'd been set to be part of No Mercy, so his release did leave a lot of people blindsided. When did you find out and what was your reaction given the work you've been doing with him down there? Uh, I found out again not long after <laughs> after he did. Um, uh, I'm sorry, or right before he did. I will say this: Look, we uh, obviously, I, you know, I'll be lying to you if it didn't take us by surprise. Um, but that's one thing that I, again I'm learning here is that you know there's a main roster and NXT are totally separate separate rosters. Um, and so um, I think the world of, of Mustafa had a great working relationship with him in the time that he was here. I will miss him. Um, but one of the things, again, that's what we do here in NXT. We adjust. We are, again, as I've mentioned to you guys before, uh, the fire drill is something that is uh, a regular thing here in the WWE and certainly here at NXT. Um, so I feel like we've made a great pivot. Uh, we adjusted and and again, he's an unbelievably creative and talented young man. I have no doubt uh, that his future looks incredibly bright and he'll be successful. Um, Going to miss him, enjoyed working with him for the time that I did have him here. Um, but uh, now Trick Williams is the man, the benefit, beneficiary of that. And, uh, you know, he's got the biggest match of his life uh, this Saturday um, at, uh, at No Mercy. Absolutely. Thanks for your time. Bet. Our next question comes from Sean Ross at Fightful. Hey, Sean. Uh, of course, we, we've seen some other Performance Center releases. Were there any others that, that maybe affected your immediate plans for the NXT brand? Obviously, Mustafa Ali was one of them. Yeah, well, so I think um, certainly again, the, yeah, the main roster ones. Uh, Dana Brooke, obviously, um, you know, is something that... Uh, Caught us by surprise a little bit because we had a kind of a uh, you know nice story going on there, and, and I'll say this, and I hope uh, I hope to gosh it doesn't sound insensitive. I, I, it's just that we you know this is not the first time uh, you know that we're, that we've gone through this, and um, it is something that I, I'll say this in my world now. Uh, I guess 
maybe I've grown a little bit that these things don't throw me into, you know, into, into chaos or I don't get too nervous or I don't get too uh, upset. Uh, we try not to allow the highs to take us too high and the lows to, to take us down too low. Um, so yeah, we've made adjustments. Um, you know, I absolutely, I'll just say this, the, the talent that come from main roster to work here, I absolutely, I just enjoy the time with them. I really do. Uh, and I feel like we give them uh, a love and a passion back for this line of work. Um, I feel like they're all uh, better performers, whether they go back up to the main roster or they go somewhere else. I do know that their last experience with us uh, is always a positive one. And that's something that, again, I think is, you know, it's important to me anyway, that they have that experience here at NXT. Um, but I, I think those would be the two, I think, Sean, that probably, because uh, I think those are the two that we had maybe in the, you know, the deepest into storylines with down here. Um, and so those are always times you got to make it adjustments creatively. And, uh, you know, we've done that in the case of uh, Mustafa. And obviously uh, we're going to do that in the case of uh, Dana as well. Our next question comes from Graham Ramina at Bleacher Report. Graham. Hey, Sean, thanks for taking the time. Uh, earlier this week, we saw the official announcement, Jade Cargill coming to WWE, obviously her immediate plans, not yet known whether she's going to Raw, SmackDown, NXT. Just want to get your thoughts on the official announcement. Jade Cargill is headed to WWE and her thoughts or your thoughts rather on how she would fit in amongst the NXT women's division. Yeah, well, look, uh, huge, obviously. I mean, I think you could tell uh, by this week um, just, uh, I don't know, the enormity of, of, of her signing. Um, uh, got to uh, meet with her briefly. Uh, unbelievably wonderful young lady, uh, very pleasant young lady, and a few days here training, a hard worker. So, And I'll tell you what, she's just um, – I, I certainly understand the buzz. I mean, she's just, uh, you know – I don't know, uh, just in, uh, and I hope I say all this correctly, but she's an awesome specimen. She's just a, you know, a very a striking young lady and such a presence about her. So look, I, I just feel like that is something, uh, she's a young lady tailor-made for the WWE. Um, and I think she's got an incredibly bright future here. Uh, whoever gets her, and look, I'd be lying if I didn't say I'd love to have her here in NXT. Uh, but uh, wherever she ends up, I have no doubt she's going to have great success um, and, and if she's here with us, it's going to be like it always is. We're going to uh, utilize her to the best of our abilities, uh, try to make it an enjoyable experience for her. Um, but again, I think she's uh, she's looking at uh, what I think is going to be just a, a fantastic uh, experience here in the WWE. Awesome. Thanks. Yep. Our next question comes from Mike Johnson. Mike. Hey, Sean, how are you? Doing well. So I wanted to ask you about the uh, the ratings of late. We've seen them trending upwards. Uh, obviously, a couple of weeks ago, you had you hit over eight hundred thousand in the overnights. I was curious how much of the strategy for the brand with the new talent, the the main roster talents coming in, being integrated, is designed to get that number up. As you know, the, the, there's new media rights deals coming up. And day-to-day, week-to-week, how involved are you in paying attention to that versus just worrying about creative and the uh, the evolution of the talent so you can get them up and out to the main roster? Sure. So, look, uh, obviously, at the, where I'm at now, 
is different than where I was at the beginning. I think at the beginning you do you you're looking at those ratings every week, uh, and and, and uh, you know you you probably. I'll say this: I'm not a numbers guy by any stretch, but I've learned more about numbers than I you know two times when I had I learned I was focused on ratings. The one time that you're the champion holding the belt for the, the title for this company, uh, and then uh, when you're the guy running the show that has to to get those ratings. Um, so at the beginning, I, I did I focused on them quite a bit. Now again, I, I you know I understand uh, the long game. I understand the goal. Obviously, we're always thrilled when they go up, um, and that's the thing. Right now, we have we we have been trending up, um, and uh, and trending up, you know, certainly in those demographics that everybody speaks of, significantly. You know, we're talking twenty six, you know, percent in the eighteen to forty nine, and probably sixty one percent in eighteen to thirty four. Which, again, when I when I first took over, well, first when I had to step in uh, for Hunter, and then uh, then eventually uh, took over here in NXT. Uh, the conversation I had with Vincent is 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 him wanting me to focus on that eighteen to thirty four. Um, I will say this, despite other stories that have been out there, it was never being compared to anybody else. It was just him wanting us to to focus on the eighteen to thirty four because he wanted us to have a younger demographic, um, and that's the one that has grown significantly, uh, you know, in these last two years. So we're we're very proud of that, and as you said trending upwards. But yes, look, that's always the strategy, right? This is a a television business. The strategy is always to try to get those numbers up. Uh, Obviously, the main roster uh, integration helps us with that. Um, An analogy I'd like to sort of share, we feel like the main roster for us is kind of like a Trojan horse. So we come in, you know, we come in with the main roster person, but then, you know, out of the Trojan horse comes all these NXT stars. And we're hoping, again, when a Becky Lynch comes in here and gives us a well over 800, you know, and heck in her segment <laughs> into a, into the millions, um, we hope that what we do is we, you know, expose a number of NXT talent to them that a percentage of those people come back. Um, and they see something that they enjoy in our product. They, you know, again, they look at, they see our show, they go like, wow, they do a lot of different stuff here. They do stuff unlike anybody else. They do so many more offsites. They have so many, so many different, I don't know, uh, spaces and environments for their talent. It's not just in the back of the building all the time. There's so much variety to what they do. There's some humor, there's fun, there's great wrestling. Um, so that's what we hope, you know, happens in this process is that, uh, you know, each time we use a main roster talent, that will obviously get us, uh, you know, viewers we didn't have before. That a you know a certain segment of them continue, um, you know, to watch our product and enjoy it. And as of right now, that's been working and working quite successfully. If I, you know, if I'm to be, I don't want to toot my own horn, but we've, you know, it's 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 been going really well for us. I feel like NXT has got a buzz right now. And again, I do. I feel like we're the hottest thing going right now. Uh, you know, in the wrestling business, because again, we have a fun show. And this is ours is again the closest thing to attitude area you're going to get. And I know a lot of people, oh my goodness, want to roll their eyes at that. But we've, you know, we've got a Wild West stuff going on all the time down here. There's always something new happening. It's very different. We have a number of different reasons for being in storylines. If you ask me, every other show out there right now, they all wrestle each other because they're all angry at each other. Everybody's, I'm angry at this guy, or I'm angry at that guy, and we're going to fight about it. Um, but again, if you if you watch NXT, you're going to see there's a lot of different reasons. There are a lot of different stakes 
on why people get into wrestling matches on our show. So uh, sorry for the long diatribe, <laughs> but I'm very proud of our show and what we've accomplished over the last several months. All right. Thank you for the time. You betcha, Mike. Our next question comes from Najir Chambers at Big Gold Belt Media. Hey, Sean, how's it going today? Doing well. You mentioned Trick Williams earlier, and, I, you know, it's without a doubt, he's nuclear hot right now. I, w- I was wondering if you could just give an overall assessment about his growth as a performer. Absolutely. Um, he is like, he's the epitome of what you want here. He comes in, um, former college athlete, focused, does well in his role of sort of, uh, again, being the sidekick of Carmelo Hayes. But you won't find a guy who works harder than Trick, and he's he's a he's everything you want. Again, he really is. He's a fantastic young man. He's an extra ring every day. He's a guy. He comes to me. I, you know, I, I'm happy with what I'm doing, but I want more, Sean. I feel like I came here to be a man to you know to be my own man and to be on top. A lot of what we are doing on television with Trick is 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 Trick Williams real life because uh, he wants to be he wants to be his own man he wants to stand on his own he is willing to earn it he is easily honest he is easily uh one of the top two or three hardest workers in this place right now he is a grinder he's doing everything he can he's soaking it in every chance he gets he's asking for more um when he stumbles or he falls, you can tell him and he adjusts. He takes it like a man and, and doesn't get angry at you, doesn't get his feelings hurt. He he writes it down and he never does it again. It's just he really is. I can't say enough um, about his progression here. Um, and he, And I say that, I guess, because he's easily a guy that could get comfortable in his role because he's he's got a gift to gab. And 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 it's there, and he doesn't even have to try to do that. But the the in the ring aspect of this uh, is an area that he knew he needed to improve on, and he's you know he's just he's self accountable. You know what I mean? And I don't know. I just I, I admire him. I think the world of him, um, and he's doing fantastic. That's why he's getting uh, this opportunity this weekend. This you know this is Trick's first time and on the big spotlight. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm thrilled for him. I'm excited for him. I hope he knocks it out of the park. But Trick Williams is easily one of the good guys and one of the really good stories and, and one of the reasons that I love doing this. Um, he, he is, again, and I, I am going on about it, but it is. It's because he's, he's well, it is. He's, he's everything that's good in this job and makes you feel good about doing it. Great. Our next question comes from John Alba at Fight. John. Hey, Sean, hope everything is going well with you. I want to piggyback a little bit off of the discussion point that was brought up by Mike a little bit about the progression of NXT as a property. We saw recently that Fox is letting go of SmackDown and SmackDown is going to be heading back to the NBC Universal family. And that's kind of left some questions as to what's next for NXT. I would love to have your assessment on where do you think NXT fits in the current wrestling bubble? And would you be open to non-traditional distribution with it? Yeah, well, I will say this. Uh, 
full, full transparency. That those types of things obviously are left to people that are a heck of a lot smarter than me, and as they should be. Um, but I will say, I would prefer to be on what I guess would feel like a younger, hipper kind of network. Again, then that's just me because I feel like that's what NXT is. NXT is, again, I go back to, I always use the analogy of, of, of college football. I think there's an energy and an excitement and a youthfulness about NXT. Um, and not, again, not to, and I, gosh, our partners at USA clearly have just been fantastic over the years. I feel like, and clearly we have, we've got the proof to show it that we have grown um you know, in that younger demographic. Uh, but look, every now and then you do think if, we, again, if we had a, I don't know, if a, if we had to lead into a, a, I don't know, to a Marvel movie or something like that, you know, there might be a, an opportunity, you know, to capture uh, a new, a new, you know, uh, fan base, so to speak. So, but look, again, those are, you know, people smarter than me will be handling that. Um, I do know that, uh, again, we love doing this. I think uh, you'd be crazy not to want to have our show on your network. Um, and look, I I'll be waiting just like you guys will be to find out uh, where we end up. But I think it's going to be, I think, again, I think there are a lot of smart people out there in the television industry with television being down, uh, NXT, you know, overall being up, even if, again, you know, I think television is down like, I don't know, like 8% or something like that. So even if you're up three or 4%, uh, that's significant in the television world. And so that is something that we are, you know, we are now, uh, you know, we're, you know, we're competing to be number one on cable in Tuesday nights now. And, I, you know, again, even when the Wednesday night wars were going on, it was a fight between two people. But we, it's not like anybody was fighting it out for first or second or, you know, we were in the teens for heaven's sakes. And now, you know, there are times NXT are, our number one, we're in the top five on a regular basis. I think that's a really good thing for us, and and so I and I feel like the world now is catching on to to NXT and you know and the buzz that's around it. Thanks, Sean. Thank you. And I'm sorry I gave you the more answer than you wanted for heaven's sakes. So, my bad. Our next question comes from Jason Powell. Jason. Okay, hopefully you can hear me now. Uh, Tiffany Stratton recently said that she would like to be called up to the main roster and feels like WrestleMania feels like a good time for her. You've been pretty honest with your assessment when it comes to these things during past calls. Is she on pace to be ready by then, or do you think she'll need more time in NXT? Yeah, well, and again, I'll say uh, I, I, uh, I I absolutely love our talent. And 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 look, a lot of times it's, it's because they're getting posed the question um, about call-ups and they come up so much, but, and I, I guess I just always want them, you know, and even you guys remember when asking the questions, the talent doesn't decide when they get called up. So they can, you know, they can, they can want to be called up here or there that there's, you know, there are people, uh, in control of that, that may or may not be asking for their opinion. I don't know. They might be in, uh, you know, and that does influence it, but, um, look, she's one of the most talented people, uh, that, you know, certainly that we have here. Are there things that she still needs to learn? Absolutely. Um, uh, but again, sometimes you will learn faster if you're in the ring with people better than you, obviously. Um, I do think there, although I think there are some things, uh, certainly from a, a natural feel, she can do everything athletically 
uh, you know, that she needs to do. Um, but look, could she uh, find more comfortability from a promo standpoint? I think she can. Can she find more comfortability even for some some in-ring work uh, and, and, and be able to have a more natural feel to a lot of things? Absolutely. Um, do I think she can get that accomplished by WrestleMania? Absolutely. <laughs> she certainly can. Um, it's going to be just time and effort. But I guess I always I always want to, I don't know, I guess be tempered with those type of things because I it's just important that, you know, you guys and the talent, you know, I can I can make recommendations for somebody, but they're the ones that kind of make the decision about who gets called up. Um, and so uh, Tiffany has all the tools easily uh, to be a WWE superstar on the main roster. Um, and she's only going to get better from where she's at now. Uh, so I think it's easy to say with the ability that you see now um, only getting better, she's, you know, she's, you know, everybody's going to be ready with more time or more ready with more time. Um, but if heck, if you took her up now, um, she'd still only improve uh, from that standpoint. Thanks for the time and best of luck with the show. Thank you very much. Our next question comes from Kim Sokol. Kim. Hi, Sean. So following up on Tiffany Stratton, how would you assess her work with Becky Lynch and the feud that's going on right now? Look, I think it's been fantastic. And that that's sort of like the what you know in the previous question that I was speaking to. You know, she's now been out uh on many live events. Um and you know, just in talking with her since she's been back. You know, she's like, oh, my goodness, it's, you know, it. it's one of those things where you go like, all right, that she's she's getting that light bulb moment. And a lot of times it does. It, it comes with being out there with somebody that's so much better than you and can bring you so much more experience that like at, at certain times we don't have here a lot. Again, um, we sometimes have a lot of uh, similarities in our experience levels um down here now granted we've got a number of our uk talent um but again i don't know you know that have experience and that are very good but i don't tiffany hasn't really had uh the opportunity to be in there with uh people that are have that much more experience than her so now that she's gotten to do that with becky i think you know now i think her development rate so to speak uh, is going to increase exponentially. Um, so she's, she's again, she's was already, she's a bright young lady. She's a hard worker. She's unbelievably gifted and talented, just naturally, as you can tell. Um, but her experience with Becky uh, has, again, just been a world of difference to her because I think it's finally, you know, allowed her to grasp like, oh, that's what you guys are always talking about. Being out there on those live events with this feel, you know, and and you know, she even said like, "Boy, it's a big difference when you're out there in front of ten thousand people as opposed to you know, uh, you know, four or five hundred here in the you know uh, in the CWC." So again, it's now happening for her. So again, I think the future is you know, as we all know, is going to be very bright for her. Our next question comes from Pedro Vega at Lucha Libre Online, Pedro. Sean, sir, it's an absolute honor being here. Thank you for your time. We haven't seen successful were both Backlash and SmackDown airing here from Puerto Rico. Do you think it might be possible to have NXT PLE 
or NXT weekly show live or import from Puerto Rico or any Latin American country like Mexico or Chile? Well, I certainly know we'd love to, um, but I, I'll say this. I, 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 if I'm being truthful, I think it would probably be a while before NXT gets that, that opportunity. Um, as much as we would love to do that, there's still a, you know, um, we are still going to be the third brand. We'll still be the developmental brand. But I do know, look, again, NXT is always looking, and the WWE, always looking to expand. Um, whether it be, as we talked about earlier, NXT Europe, whether it be, you know, an NXT uh, Mexico, uh, NXT Latin America. Uh, again, whatever it is, uh, there's a, you know, certainly a desire, um, you know, for what we call global localization um, and the expansion of NXT. Is it in the future? I absolutely believe that it is. Um, I just don't know when that'll be. But believe me, we love traveling here in NXT. We love being able to, you know, to bring our product, uh, you know, to people that have don't regularly get to see it. So uh, nothing would thrill us more than to be able to hop on a plane uh, and go to Chile, my man. I can promise you that much. Sir, thank you for your time. Best of luck this Saturday and no mercy. Thank you so much. Our next question comes from Nick Kalsman. Nick? Unmute. Can you hear me now? Yes, sir. Awesome. Thanks for taking the time, Sean. Um, it's a really exciting time for wrestling fans. Seeing Jade uh, make the leap to WWE, it looks like uh, Brian Pillman Jr. Uh, may have made the leap as well. There's another uh, AEW name that became available here, it sounds like. Uh, in the last month or so, and that's CM Punk. Uh, a lot of people are wondering if WWE would even welcome him back into the fold. I was just wondering, would you welcome him into NXT, or do you think that WWE would welcome him back uh, in general? Well, of course we'd welcome him here in NXT. My guess is he probably would want to go to the main. You know, again, go to the main roster would be my would be my guess. Uh, huh. But I always I always enjoy working. Uh, with Phil again, didn't get didn't get to do it much, um, but I I don't. I'll say this: I understood. I don't. I understood him. Um, you know, I think there were again. Whether you want to say there were similarities in us, uh, and look, I can't lie. I'll, he once again we were at TV, and he once pulled out of his wallet right there on the spot a little autograph that I had, I guess I had apparently signed for him in a in a, in a hotel. Um, that he still had. So he's always, I've always, I've always liked him. Um, and I understand he's a different kind of cat and, uh, you know, can sometimes be challenging, you know, to get along with people. But again, that that's probably why I like him because I suffer from the same, the same thing. So, um, but still, I look, obviously that's for people to decide uh, higher up on the food chain than I am. Um, he's a guy that does numbers, um, and makes money. I think that that would be a risk uh, risk reward ratio that I'm sure from a company standpoint they'd have to consider. Um, but when it comes to would we take him in NXT and have him on our television? Are you kidding me? Of course, of course I would. I just wow. don't think anybody'd let me. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, thanks so much for the time, Sean. You bet. Well, who doesn't take that kind of star power? I don't know. I, I don't know. Apparently, others. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. And our last question comes from Steve Fall. Steve? By the way, if I get in trouble for that one, I'll let you guys know. I don't know. You probably are going to get in trouble for that. But anyways, uh, seeing talent that get drafted from NXT to Raw. Let me get the baby. 
Here we go. You want the baby, Sean? You, you yeah. get what you want. Hey. All right, there's the baby. There we go. There's the baby. We had to have the highlight. Oh, smile. Look at that. Oh, boy. Now know each other. <laughs> I know. Um, with uh, NXT talent, young talent, like this baby, maybe. Oh, there's my son calling for you, too, Sean. Everyone loves you in this house, Sean, especially me. But NXT somewhere. talent being drafted. <laughs> when talent being drafted from Raw and SmackDown, and you see them go on those shows, and they're not being treated the same way that you were treating them at NXT. How do you feel seeing that? Because I imagine it's like a father, you know, seeing your children go off to college, but you're not really happy the way they're being treated at college. Well, look, it's I'll say this. It's a totally different beast. Uh, and again, because, look, once you get called to the main roster, it, and it, look, it's business here, too, it, it, or it's certainly supposed to be, and 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 all of this is is a business. But the main roster is very different. That's where you're talking about again, things getting serious. You're dealing with an, a number of again grown men and women, again that are there to handle business, to draw money, to make money, again to build a future for you and your family. I just happen to what we do here, and again for me it was. I don't know. I felt it was it was the culture that I felt Hunter had put in place. And I just continue to try to, I don't know, continue to stoke that fire, which is here. I want it to be fun and enjoyable. We're college. This is, again, in the learning and the developing stage. And there's going to be mistakes. And I want them to feel free to to make them, to take some risk, to try some things. And if it doesn't work out. I don't know. It, it, the sun's still going to, again, famous thing that I say here, the sun's still going to rise tomorrow. The business is still going to go on. Um, yes. Is it serious? Because look, we have to do ratings. We have to, you know, uh, secure television deals and television rights deals and all of that. I'm still always going to be the perfectionist that I was in the ring behind the scenes doing this job. I still work every day doing my best to write and produce the best wrestling show that I can. I feel like we do that, but I can certainly encourage my talent to enjoy the process in, 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 in which we do that. And, and understand that the highs and the lows, you know, the ebbs and the flows are going to be there because I feel like that's the best way to help them adjust to life on the main roster and to life in general. And so Look, it's not just teaching them how to do this job. It's teaching them how to be human beings while they're doing this job. Um, and and look, I think there's a mentorship there that we all take pretty seriously around here that we want to make sure, again, that, that they, they don't put too much pressure on themselves. They don't get too anxious about things because this business is not always going to go the way you want it. That's why, again, I, I say that, and I know like people in the press, you don't mean it to in a, in a negative way when you ask talent about being called up and they feel like the minute you ask that, that that must mean I'm ready. And I'd like him to call me up around WrestleMania. And that from a company standpoint, I go, that's great. But I don't know if the company cares about when you want to get called up. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I mean? They because they're thinking, yeah, they're thinking about things much bigger, uh, you know, th than we are. And so I guess I always just try to at least, again, those things will get, you know, those things will come. The stress, the anxiety, the business, the you know, the the saving for the future, all those types of things. The, I don't know, worrying about your spot, worrying about the program you're in. All those things are going to come. Down here, I try to not have those things exist and have them experience some of those things 
maybe for a while. But again, it's the full developmental system down here. And I just want them to flourish and enjoy the process and not get too stressed out about it. Because if you can't handle it here, you're never going to make it up there. Well, thank you for answering the question. And thank you for enjoying my family. You bet. My pleasure. I do. Beautiful thank, you all for joining. thank you all for joining. We'll end with final comments from Sean. Sean. Yeah, well, once again, uh, just thanking you guys for, for doing this. Um, I know I'm not the smoothest at this, and and uh, I don't know. I always appreciate your patience with me. I try to tell you as best I can. Um, I am not the analytical um, and, and, and corporate guy. I don't always have the, I don't know, the right words to express it. I'm, I'm just a guy that loves doing his job here in NXT. Um, and, and yes, I do it. I, you know, in many ways on a corporate level, but when it comes to stuff like this and talking about the business, I'm excited for NXT. I'm excited about no mercy this weekend. Um, our talent feel the same way, the same passion that I have for this, our, you know, our locker room has. Um, and that's why they're going to go out there this Saturday uh, at no mercy in Bakersfield and tear the house down and do everything they can to give, you know, uh, the fans of NXT the best show that they can. Um, and, and look, I feel like we do, we have the best, uh, two hour wrestling show on television. Um, and if we don't, uh, we'll, we will get there and, and we'll challenge you any day of the week and twice on Sunday. Um, and I'll put my locker room up against anybody's cause I know I got the biggest, baddest locker room in all of professional wrestling and sports entertainment for what it's worth. Um, but, uh, again, thank you guys so much, uh, for helping us out with these. Um, and look, I hope you enjoy doing them. I know I do. And uh, see you later. And thanks a lot.